So, we don't know if Stas watches wrestling. But back at it again with our boy Stas up in the building. Let's go. Stas is in the building. We back at it. We going on a hope and a prayer with this one. This is our to the Matt Russell cast. <laughs> and uh I'm tired of this wave of just big moments happening and all shit happening. So let me get this intro cue so we can do this. Welcome to to the Matt Wrestlecast. This is your boy Zeta Mind TV, and I'm with Jim West TV. And Sauce Baby's in the building. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to go chase down Miss Piggy real quick. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I had to show her what my frog legs do. Back again from the Afterthought Air podcast. Your boy Staz is in the building. What's going on, Staz? Oh, tell me his mic ain't working now. When we need him to work. Uh, you reloaded? I, I reloaded him. All right, so we're going to get this ball going because I don't know what's going on. But, uh, Red American Bash was a success. We're going to get to that. Um, we're going to do our weekly review. I caught a little bit of MLW this week. And the Samoa SWAT team, MLW brought back the Samoa SWAT team with the, the boy Jacob uh, Fatu at the head. Oh, we hear you. You just went on stats. Good. <laughs> yeah, my mic wasn't working, man. Uh, yeah, sometimes you got to mess with them settings. You know what it is. You got to mess yeah. with them just like you mess with the buttons. Hey, if it happened live, yeah. it was supposed to happen. That's all you say about that. Um, Y'all know what live means. Live means <laughs> something bad about to happen. Something going to get screwed over. Right. Uh. So, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I got an issue with the IWC real quick. No, we love to hate them. We love to hate them. Um, can we get out of the habit of everybody who gets released from the WWE going to AEW? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean... That's not always the case. I understand that the next big thing in town, but uh, I, I'm pretty sure wrestling fans are smarter than that because every time you say that, you just prove Vince right because he thinks we're done anyway. <laughs> so, can't get out of that habit. But um, last time y'all heard from us, we were going over. Well, last time y'all heard from us officially because this one didn't hit any. The last thing we did didn't hit any streaming platforms. Break the audio. Please make sure you follow us on all your podcast platforms. Um, we talked about money in the bank. We're on Wisdom. That's a new one. No, this one isn't on Wisdom. Afterthought Air is on Wisdom. But uh, we're on Spotify. We're on Apple Music. We're on Google. We're on Apple 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 Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and we're also on Amazon Podcasts. Uh, oh yeah, and YouTube. Don't forget if you're watching this live, like and subscribe on the tube. Cause we drop them here every time we go. So don't forget to comment because I enjoy reading those. Oh yeah, please comment. Like, subscribe, and comment. Uh yeah, definitely, definitely. But um let's start yeah, off with Raw because right. <laughs> 
let's start off with Raw because it was a weird Raw after a weird but understanding ended to Money in the Bank. Um, as we thought, your boy Theory was a last minute addition because Cody got injured. Cody was supposed to be Money in the Bank. And Austin was sucking some dick and he got his way. <laughs> right, he got his way. But uh, he he uh, shows up. Bobby Lashley comes out. Those who don't know about Bobby Lashley's military background, we are on the Fourth of July. So it's only feeling that you're like your United States champion of this. Oh, speaking of which, do not disrespect my brothers in color. Not at all. Born uniform. No, that ain't cool. Nah, not you at might all. Not served with them, but you know what? You don't mess with us servicemen. Uh, not at all. Um, and I kind of feel like Raw was setting this up. We don't get there. But, um, Theory comes out, says that him and Bobby are going to have a rematch at SummerSlam. And that he's also going to go on and cash in his briefcase and, uh, <laughs> attempt, attempt to cash in. <laughs> and, be, and become the youngest undisputed of the heat champion. He's going to bring it all the way to the, this is my ticket to the top. Yeah, my, my ticket my. to the top. Nah, bro. Nah, that's your ticket to flop. You don't lose the body. The exact, the exact response to hearing his music that, you know what I mean, that I imagined he would have. He laughed. If it happens, it happens. If it happens, it happens. But it ain't gonna happen. Uh, I don't know why they would throw... I mean, if anybody's going to lose and I haven't heard his character, why not be Fury? You know? He doesn't have a character to hurt. Right, he's just Tyler Breeze. He's a more he's annoying... Nah, he's a more a more annoying Grayson Waller. Oh, like, uh, he's a more annoying Grayson Waller, okay? Like, you wish he was the Miz, but he's not quite Nah. He wants to try and be like John Morrison, but he can't step up to that level. He wants to be flashy like Tyler Breeze, but he ain't got that charisma. Come yeah, on. it's like I kind of feel like they the character work of Fury versus knockoffs. Nah, I wouldn't. He needs a Fury is in desperate need of a repackage, man. Like Seriously. his indie work, what he did in Evolve, what he did in Smoky Mountain, all of his indie work. Is twelve times better than what he's doing now. Like that's because, as we've said it before, CM Punk effect waters down. CM Punk effect. Yeah. CM Punk. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of crazy. I feel like I love CM Punk, but I kind of feel like the homie messed it up for everybody in a way. Hey, it is what it is. So. We get the match uh, number one, which is a few that I completely forgot about, because um, Judgment Day was on Raw after being on Superstars for the past few weeks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's not even talk about Judgment Day. They kind of bored me now. They screwed up. They, the, it, it was a Vince McMahon call. They could edge out. I get they wanted to put younger people in there. Um, I kind of think, yet again, they shot themselves in the foot. Because now that Rhea's messed, Rhea's hurt. I hope she recovers well. 
come back as fast as you can. And knock a complete dynamic off the group. Like, getting rid of Edge is kind of like, damn, what do we do now? Because Rhea on the mic, she really improved. I had expect her to start doing promos. Like, her promo game stepped up over the years. Let's just call that what it is. And for her to be able to speak over Finn. Yeah, I'm still not sure how the hell that happened, but okay. Hey, run with it, whatever. But, uh, yeah, that was a huge blow to the group, and they can't put Edge in now. Because how would you explain him <laughs> coming back? Like, how would you explain that? But, uh, uh, well, the way they could do it is since Rhea's out, blame it all on Rhea. Yeah, but then when she comes back, that diminishes her character. I know. It's, so it's, it's a catch-22. It really is, unless they just let him job out. Uh, it, it went against the Mysterios, speaking of jobbing out. And the Mysterios out there looking like two bruised bananas. I understand it was in their hometown, but uh, the color coordination was like, oh, <laughs> you know, that color coordination. I was like, what the hell, Ray? You're better than this. But uh, yeah, they uh, went out there and the Judgment Day does the job. Retribution 2.0 is what everybody's calling them. And unless they do something soon, I see, no, fall. I see no upside to Judgment Day. No. I mean, what's your thoughts about the sauce? <laughs> I mean, they they shot themselves with a freaking 12-gauge buckshot right into their foot, tried to patch it up with some dirt and duct tape, ended up cutting their finger off. <laughs> no, and, now they're and now they're scrambling to put in an ice and get it reattached. I, mean, I think it's just scrap the whole thing, though. Yeah. I mean, let it go down. With them, uh, let it go down in the history of Forgotten factions. Like the, it's uh, not like yeah. either one of them talents can't really bounce back from that. Like you don't even gotta necessarily like kill the uh the the character. Just kill the alliance. Just dead it. It's over with. Me personally, I wouldn't mind is them splitting up and doing the Finn Balor um Finn Balor uh yeah, I wanna call him punishment yeah, punish Martinez so that. But uh <laughs> But do a Finn Balor Damian Priest program. Like, have them re reignite their feud. Or have it to be like, well, Finn Balor, the one that took out Rhea. Like, have him, um, for real. Get, ha, ha, That's where Damian Priest get mad at him for that. Have Rhea come back and be Damian Priest's, like, manager of the sword or something like that until she's fully, fully cleared to heal. Um, have those two feud because of that factor. Hell, even at that point, have Edge step in and try and, like, bring Finn under his arm. That's how they could possibly bring him uh, back. I just had the to Black General. I just had the Black General on YouTube. Was he on that kid shit? Anyway. Um, you had the Black who? Long story. We ain't going to get into that because I'm not going to let him mess on my podcast. Anyway. Oh, he uh, the, wait, he came into the YouTube side and tried yeah, to Yeah, he came into the chat, tried to start shit. Typical. Anyway, um... They, um, that shit kind of threw me off. Wait, what? Seriously, dude? That, that, I mean, I was like, what's the fucking point of that? Now his ass is blocked. I don't understand. 
Nah, nah, I'm blocking because I want to have some fun and be like, all right, let let oh, him stir the gonna... pot. And you know what he's gonna do? Who is it? He's he's gonna go around and say all this smack, and then people are gonna tune in and they're gonna be like, well, this person was lying. They actually pretty good, blase blase, and just give us more populish. Nah, we ain't gonna let it still our joy. We are gonna keep on going. But uh, I kind of feel like uh, what was that? Finn Balor and uh, Damian Priest. Oh, anyway, so yeah, I'll re- I'll reiterate that. <clears throat> So, you know, Priest gets mad at Balor for, you know, knocking out Rhea, putting her away for a little bit. And what had happened is they bring back Rhea when she's, you know, able to do something again a little bit. Bring her back as Damien's, uh, like, manager. Yeah. And then, you know, while that's going on, maybe, just maybe, bring Edge in to bring Finn under his arm solo, just those two, and have Edge be his manager and be like, look. This is how you tactically eviscerate him. Yeah, just have him just have him story how Finn Balor destroy the group from inside out. Which would be smart. Which would be smart. Um It'd be the only way to actually break that up. The book themselves out of that. Uh huh. It'd be the only way to do all that and make it all work at the same time. Thanks, but that thanks. is just a personal opinion. Yeah, I mean, I kinda feel like that is something that they can do. But at the same time it's like It is what it is. I mean, the, the experiments failed. They got to book them ways out of it. That's just how I would do it. Uh, they took the L to the Mysterios, which I, I, I forgot that they were even on Raw. I thought they were on SmackDown. <laughs> uh, no, I, so they were one of the floating no, tag teams. I, no, I only remember that they're on Raw uh, is the, because Veer been beating the ass for so damn long. Oh yeah, I forgot about. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't actually. You know what? I remember about the other day when you sent that message. And it oh yeah, that shit was. I thought that. I thought that shit was hilarious, bro. I was like, I gotta do it. I gotta do it. But uh, <laughs> I was sitting at work when you sent that to me, dude. I should have. <laughs> He's like, I'm not even a wrestling fan, but that is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then we had uh, you know, AJ Styles versus The Miz. Um. Again, this is AJ. Anytime AJ Styles is in the ring, it's an AJ Styles match. Period. Yeah, like, but you see, those two clashing is just a clash of egos at that point. At that point, I, I, I would low key like to see that. Like, I might tune in and watch that. Yeah. Oh yeah, they got it on. We got highlights on YouTube and stuff. And, you know, Peacock. Every two weeks they put up the last week's episode, bro. But um, but yeah, I mean AJ Styles and the Miz clash of egos. I think the uh, the, the AJ yeah AJ Styles went over. I believe correctly. Yeah. And then um, wonder, I wonder when they gonna finally. You got it. I'm not even about to ask why they're eggplants on my screen. Oh yeah, that's uh, you know, what we was just talking about somebody trying to be funny. Oh oh, that's what you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Welcome Somebody to the party, to... champ. Yeah. <laughs> he blocked from the chat the fuck you get. But, um... <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. Uh, AJ Styles goes over. I wonder when they're going to finally reveal that, you know, that um, Tommaso Ciampa is the lackey for the Miz. It's a shame for Tommaso, but... I wonder when they're going to finally reveal that. Because every time somebody got an issue with the Miz, here comes Ciampa. For real. 
You know what? I think they're going to finally reveal that at SummerSlam. Love you, Paul. I love you, Paul. Let's look out. Yep. I think so, too. Because I feel like Champ is going to come in and do something. Right. I mean, if it leads, if it leads to a program with Chapo versus his, I'm all for it. Champ gets Champ gets mad at the Miz for using him that way and not appreciating him. Champ is like, "Nah, I'm done with this young buck. I'm gonna put you in the ground." Pretty much, pretty much. You know, I, I can see that. Yeah, pretty much. But um, that happened, and then we had Liv Morgan come out. Celebrating her victory. New Jersey woman she is. Oh, yeah. Celebrating her victory. Uh, she comes out and she, uh, she... She gives a heart heartwarming speech. Oh, and, we're already back on SmackDown already? No, nah, she did this on Raw, too. Oh, oh, we're talking about that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She gives a heartwarming speech. Oh, we're going to um, wait to talk about that until we got to the SmackDown segment, but all right. I mean, yet again, Liv coming through as genuine as she is, great person as she is, living this heartwarming speech. Then I think Nikki, Nikki came out and said, well, you only won because of me. Natalia. <laughs> yeah, Natalia. Well, Natalia, that's it. Okay, well, Natalia comes out. I mean, she's just as plastic as I'm sorry. I'm not going to I mean, do you see that nose? That We're nose, not. my dude. Like, she need to get her money back. Oh, man. I, I never really noticed it until lately, though. Oh, yeah, because uh, Ronda went in on her. So, uh, Liv comes out, gives her heartwarming speech. And then Messiah tries, the tries to take the credit. Then uh, Carmella comes out and throws her two cents. It was weird and random. Carmella comes out, who wasn't even involved in the situation. <laughs> Talking about how she wasn't the first to challenge. Uh, and then uh, they start trying to jump on Liv Morgan, and out comes Bianca Belair. They do their thing. And then we get a... Um, Beauty versus the Beasts. Yeah, we get a, a, a Champions versus Contenders match. Tag team match. And, of course, the Champions win. Hold on. Is Carmella even really a contender? Like, come on. Carmella. She a pretty face, that's it. Carmella is such a heel. She is, but the thing is, is she's just so underused that, like, they couldn't push her at the moment if they tried. Right. That's like trying to fucking put the title on Lacey Evans. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. A lot of things make sense, but on paper, but in actuality, how is it going to function? I don't know. I mean, I think Carmella, her repackage didn't work for her. Because I was one of the people clamoring for her to be repackaged. Not even gonna lie. But then they made her more of, even more of a diva, a diva in the women's world. It's kind of like, that's all good and well, but what have you done for me lately? You know what I'm saying? Like, she, she's a threat. When they need a threat, but she's never been booked as a threat. It's like a weird booking decision for her. Um, she's a bump in the road if you really wanted to be technical. Yeah, but I mean, if you put her on screen more, that makes sense. But keeping her off the screen, off the TV, out of a match for so long, and then, boom, she gets a championship match. 
Uh, so and so got injured. I'm like, where the hell has she been? Mary Corey Graves. She could be JTG just sitting catering. How <laughs> 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 my boy said, man, why did I answer the phone, man? How did I answer the phone? <laughs> but yeah, but it is what it is. Um, the champs go over. Then we get this weird segment from. Uh, here, here's another thing with the camera crew. If you're booking a Fourth of July, Fourth of July background, okay? Fourth of July, everybody's outside having a picnic. Everybody's outside, you know, doing this, doing that. Don't put your tape segment in the match that's supposed to follow in the same slot. Let it marinate a little bit. Like, Seth Rollins stay in the back. You know, Seth Rollins there having a hot dog eating contest, whatever. Ezekiel's having a hard time getting the hot the, uh, ketchup out the bottle. Seth Rollins is wearing all white, and he splashes Seth Rollins with the ketchup. That was funny. That was good TV. It makes sense. This is a 4th of July celebration. What I expected was to get another match and to have him fight later. I didn't expect that the same damn, the, the, the very next match, Seth Rollins versus Ezekiel, which was a weird fucking match to begin with. And it's nighttime. So we go from daytime and nighttime. I'm trying to get the continuity together tonight. So this happened in daytime. Then we go to nighttime because everybody thinks we're stupid. And this tells it just happened. And then within five seconds, uh, Seth Rollins is in Where the were they still playing? They had, where, where the, they, uh, they wrestled on Raw that same night. No, what, what was the location again? They were outside in the day. Or they were in Texas. Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, no, no, it would have been daytime still. Yeah. So so Seth Rollins wouldn't have gotten his ring gear in like five minutes? Yeah, his ring gear is not that hard to throw on. You ever throw on a pair of fucking tights? But, um, I mean, I get that, but I kind of feel like for continuity purposes, because the same thing happened with Ezekiel. With Ezekiel. Or whatever the fuck with uh, Kevin Owens when he challenged Ezekiel and Ezekiel's in the back. I kind of feel like that went a lot better than with this one because if it were me, I'd have had the segment right, and I'd say I would at least waited like a match or two for for them to have that match just for the continuity of it. You know what I'm saying? No, like, I completely understand that. It kind of threw me off. I'm just like, wait a minute, but if it's daytime, it was just weird. It was weird. Like, it was just weird. Here's the thing. I'll tell you this much right now. So, when I was in the Midwest, I was talking to a couple of my buddies. It was 9 o'clock at night. That sun looked like it was just barely, barely touching the horizon. Mm -hmm. Over over on the East Coast, my buddy was in Jersey. And he, he looks at me and goes, I mean, it's still a little, it's like dark out here, but not too pitch black. I'm like... Dude, it looks like it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon over here. <sighs> like, depending on where you are, man, time, the time difference. And we, and we were in the same uh, time zone. So it was 9 o'clock in Jersey, and it was 9 o'clock where I was. And I'm just like, uh, how's that possible? Science! Nobody understands it. Right. <laughs> right, though. But, uh, man. 
So in Texas, that it would have been a lot earlier than than what it was. Yeah, it was just really fucking weird. For real. But it's cool though. Yeah. It's like uh, you gotta think of it that way. It kind of makes more sense. It was obvious. That's, that's how I did it. Right. Well, I mean, but it's obvious that Seth Rollins was going to go over in a match because yeah, this is EQ. Seth freaking Rollins. Yeah, I mean, this is EQ. I mean, I'm, I pretty much expect as much out of him as I expect out of Grayson Waller. <laughs> there we go. I, I can't, man. I can't, man. Like, uh, we gonna talk about the Great American Dash. We gonna get there because I, I, it was kind of like it was there. Like, it was like a flash in the pan. It was a good show, but it was like a flash. But then we had uh, R-Truth doing what R-Truth does best. <laughs> Comes giving out, us a good laugh. Giving us a great laugh. Because this is the blackest Uncle Sam I have ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, I, I mean, I've seen a dark Uncle Sam before, but Jesus. <laughs> it was way the fuck off. You put man. the lights out on the fireworks. But, uh, of course. Still love you as an entertainer, though. I know, man. He's the most entertaining person in the world. Like, only he could have that, pulled that off. But uh, he comes out, dresses Uncle Sam, you know, gives the crowd a little bit of what they want. The crowd was into it. Then we get Gunther. Gunther. Was like, Gunther was not about that. <laughs> was about that like Gunther that came out and was like, nine! Man, he squashed the hell out of our truth, man. Uh, holy squash match, Batman. He folded him like a hot dog bun. And then the, the chops. Look, can we please? <laughs> How did his chest please. not cave in? Please, <laughs> How did man. his chest not cave in, man? Like, give Truth's chest a break. You chopping people, man. Listen, he done had a couple people that he done smacked the shit out of. I'm surprised. Took I'm surprised they took him, man. They chopped. Ugh. Them be ugly. <laughs> they be hella ugly. But uh, our troops took the squash like a champ, man. And, uh, it felt like Raw went 100 miles an hour. It really did. It really did. It, it felt like it started and it ended so fast. Like, I didn't realize it went back so fast. Yeah, it, uh, it went 100 miles an hour. Actually, before the squash match, I skipped the match. Uh, we had Montez Ford and Bobby Lashley. Uh, going against the Alpha Academy? Yeah, yeah, that's the one I kind of wanted to avoid because, oh, oh, yeah, this is my friend. Oh, I am friend. sorry. Uh, I, I am like, sorry uh, they made you do that. I am sorry. How does the yeah the, uh, grow up on kids? That's just fun. Like, but uh, yeah. well, no, you know that was baby food though. Oh yeah, it was baby food. We are still know. like. That that still sucks to have to do on live worldwide TV. Well, man, but of course, Montez Ford and Bobby Lashley both being servicemen. For those who don't know, it was only right that you know they get a spot on the show. Uh, the main event delivered, you know, so I'm glad the main event was where it was. But like, yeah, it was only right to get a spot on the show. Be a serviceman. It's supposed to be a celebration. And I salute my brothers in uniform. Definitely, definitely. So uh, they go over. So um, for a lot of you that don't know, I am ex-military. Er. And please, please stop telling us thank you for your service. 
we appreciate it. Don't get us wrong. But hearing it a thousand times in a day when like somebody knows that you're servicemen, it gets old and tiresome. And it's like hearing sorry from somebody a million times. It just doesn't affect us anymore. But we appreciate it nonetheless, but it's just... Thanks. <laughs> right. Then we get to our main event of the night. And... Whew. Got the... Was it, was it an Extreme Rules match or just a hardcore match? No disqualification, I forget. It, it, was, it was a hardcore, no disqualification match. Yeah, we get um, Asuka versus Becky Lynch. And I think this was the finale of their program, which is kind of a shame, because I wanted to see how far it would go. No, no, I don't think it's going to be the finale. You don't think so? No. I, mm-hmm. oh. All right, I guess it's the duo brothers flying out. <laughs> He'll be back. He'll be back. Welcome to the Wright Brothers show, and we're going to fly <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, y'all know what it is. Oscar, um, Oscar takes the L from Becky. Uh, Becky Lynch finally won it. Man. I mean, well, it's just three in August, Oscar. Huh? No, she was zero and three. Oscar had won three. Oscar was beating Becky. Now Becky's got one on Oscar. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know if they do this hair up at SummerSlam. Me and think about. It. There's three more weeks till SummerSlam. Yeah, they'll probably have Becky win two. SummerSlam will hit, and then it'll be done. Yeah, we end the show on a high note, which was like I said, Monday felt like it was going 100 miles per hour. It had its high points in this low. Uh, Yo, I just, I just want to know when are they going to get rid of this green mist from Oscar? Like, come on. Well, somebody got to do it. They'll never get the jury back. Or Malachi. Well, maybe she chose to do that because you know that's a uh, that's a staple that goes back even before Tajiri. Yeah. Uh, Wait, Great Luda, one of my favorites. I, I think somebody did it before him too, if I remember correctly. Exactly. I mean, hey. <clears throat> I know Tommy Dreamer did it sometimes in ECW too. Yeah, but when Tommy Dreamer did it, it was more so like I'm fighting somebody who can really kick my ass, so. Sand Let me call him off. Yeah, <laughs> <Taz>. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so how do how do I do this? Because like I said, there's a reason why they call Tommy Dreamer the heart and soul of ECW. He earned his stripes. You got to go back and watch East Championship Wrestling. Her that story. But uh, but um, yeah, that's what we had on that. So I say Raw was a pretty decent show. It was. It was a very decent. Um, for an order, we must get SmackDown, or uh, I figured we just go in order, man. All right, we NXT had next, yep, NXT. We had uh, uh, NXT or uh, JPW. I didn't watch. Uh, I didn't watch this game. Oh, oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, I completely. Um, it's kind of hard to keep up with this game these days. Because if it's not on Access, uh, it's somewhere else. If it's not somewhere else, it's somewhere else. It's, it's kind of hard. Always on YouTube, though, baby. <laughs> Always on YouTube. But you don't even know if those matches occur. That's what throws me off. Like, sometimes you be like, oh, this match was awesome. Then you find out, oh, this match happened last year. All right. Uh, that, that's why you look at the comments. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy. 
uh, somebody in the comments always tells you when it is. Right. And, but, oh, uh, yo, tonight's match was great. Nah, that was from like two months ago. <laughs> right. Are you sure? And then like ten people are like, yeah, that was like from like two months ago. Even though like every pay per view that happens, it's gonna be hard to uh, top for me this year. This year is gonna be hard to top for Victor. That's that's just where we at. Yeah. Um, but uh, an event I was looking forward to, we had the Great American Bash on NXT Tuesday. Tuesday. I like that Tuesday. Yeah. I like Tuesday. I like that. I might have to use that more often. Hey, yo, what's today? This Today is Tuesday. <laughs> um, there you go. And I was actually... uh. I was actually trying to try my best to uh I, I was trying my best not to be, be spoiler free for the Great American. I was trying my best to be spoiler free. <laughs> I was looking forward to the show. Um we had some drama. I thought that what did Tony and Angela have a match? Uh, it, I was hoping that we'll have a match. They're letting that marinate for the next bit show. Because uh the program going on with Vino Legato is like perfect. I, feel I think if they would have put him in the Great American Bash, it would have ruined it. In hindsight, being 2020, I think that too. Because the Great American Bash is such a good show, you know, on the card. But they did tease to the drama a little bit. They did tease it to it a little bit. They showed uh, my boy, El Fantasma Jr., Santos Escobar. You know, Tony D had him beat up and put in the hospital. Showed <laughs> Showed him perched up in the hospital bed. He said, Alexa's been doing her job. Business is double. But he told the boys, said, you guys don't step it up across me again. It's going to be you. Man, when that breaks down, that is going to be one of the best matches XT has put on since the Black go there. This is just marinating so well. <laughs> so Did you catch NXT stars? Check your settings if your Hello. mic's not working still. There we go. Right. Yeah, there I we got go. It. I got it. How'd you feel about it? Uh, I, I don't even know, to be honest. Like, But, uh, it's the first match of the night, and I know I've been clamoring for months that it's time for Toxic Attraction to chase the championships. They are ruining that division. I hold them so long. I got my wish. I'm so glad they dropped I them. got my wish, and it couldn't happen to two better people. Yeah. You know what? But, hold on, real quick. I want to say that because they dropped the titles, they're going to feud, and they're going to turn on Mandy. I gotta. I don't think they're gonna turn on me. I don't. Here, here's why. Because I feel like although Toxic Attraction, them without the championships is actually good for NXT. Them turning on each other is bad for NXT. Because if anybody can hold that division together, it's them three. Even though they got a few stars that have grown on me, as far as Tiffany Stratton and Lindsay Chu, and you got Roxanne Perez down there while watching live. Um. And you got Cora J, who's their next up and cover. 
I kind of feel like toxic attraction is a needed, unnecessary evil to kind of hold that collective together until they get really established. That makes sense. I guess yeah. they would be. I guess they would be the heel group of the fact of the. Um... Yeah. Because we don't uh, have a real clear cut. Because Lash Legend is a joke. <laughs> she's a joke. Yeah, she's she's a joke. Um, and then outside of Toxic Attraction, you really got Tiffany Stratton. And her and Wendy Chu are tearing it down, going against each other. So, yeah. and then the Cute Alliance, man. Once the Cheeks get back on NXT, yeah. <laughs> if if. <laughs> But yeah, you, know, um, you, you know how WWE is. They took them off TV for a little bit. They could possibly just throw them on the main roster and completely ruin them. And, uh, Alba Fire injured at the moment due to Lash Legend being so green, which is something I keep complaining about. Something I keep complaining about. Um, yeah, that's about it. Then you got Cora J. Well, Cora J and Roxanne Perez Ball against Toxic Attraction. And I never... You know, J.C. Dolan and... Uh, the other one? Uh, you know, some groups, dude, I don't know their individual names. Yeah, yeah, they just... I just want to say Toxic Attraction. That's a funny part. But, um, yeah, they, go, on, they uh, go against them or whatever. And, you know, Toxic Attraction is being on the rampage. Not the kind of rampage, like, the bloodline has been on, but they've been on a little bit of a, a stir past few months. And uh, yeah, they um they they dropped the titles to Cora J and Roxanne Perez, which I think was smart. Which I think is extremely smart. And if they could have dropped it to anybody else, it would have been a bad move. Right. Uh, I I like Katana Chance and Caden Carter. I feel like they've been there a long time and they're earning their spot, but. At the same time, they're just not quite there yet. They they're missing that little bit of something. I can't quite put my finger on, but they're not ready to wave the banner just yet. I think they need a better mean streak. I think they need a better repackage because the brave queen party girls isn't working. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you no, know, they tried that. They tried that before, and look what happened then. Yeah. But I mean, they're in ring. They're in ring work as far as the team goes. It's become phenomenal. Like they just, they just need that. They just need that no nonsense. We ain't taking no bullshit seriousness. That can get them to that next stop. And then Roxanne Perez, you know, she still holds her women's uh, breakout okay. tournament. Where? So, Gigi Dolan and J.C. Jane. Yeah. Toxic yeah. Jason Jane and uh, Well, yeah, man. They uh, they did the damn thing. They went out there. It was a hell of a match. And Roxanne Perez and Cora J win the titles together. And she still says that she's going to use her women's breakout tournament contract to challenge Mandy Rose, mm-hmm. which she's able to do because remember they had a number one contenders tag team match against Caden Carter at the time. That's how they got it in the first place. So she still has a contract. Thoughts yeah, on that match? There, there was no stipulation saying that she couldn't still do it. Right. But like, I feel like it couldn't happen to two greater people. Right, I think so. I'm the, only, but. 
the the only the only comments I really have to say on it is I feel like it it could have been a little better. Right. I kind of feel like it was a little slower paced than it should have been. And it could have just been like a few minutes longer. Yeah, but you gotta think about it. NXT only gets like the same like two hours. Yeah, I know. That's the only downfall. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like NXT. Uh, I don't know. Cause they squeeze figured, a lot of matches know, in this house. I figured, you know, it was the Great American Bash. They could have maybe done it a little bit longer of a show. They could have given them a little extra time. Me personally, why not just put it on a um, network? Or put it on a uh, Peacock. Got all the time in the world on it. That's just... Because then they would have lost viewers for the people of those that don't have Peacock that just watch it on TV. Yeah, true. Then we had another good match that it was a shame how it ended. Yeah, your boy whooped that Trick Williams. Trick Williams going against Wesley after the exchange they had on NXT week prior, which I that that could be. That 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 promo could be. Um, I'm happy that there is some way, shape, or form mentioning Nash Carter on TV because he was fired unjustly. I feel. Um, then for him and Trick to come out and deliver, uh, I was surprised Trick could keep up with him. So I was here. Oh yeah, I'm still here. I was just I was just doing something real quick. Sorry. Uh, I actually think I was cooking dinner at that point. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even gonna sugarcoat it, man. That was that was uh, a late night for me. It was a pretty quick match, though. It really was. Um. They uh did I'm they want idiot. to go ahead go ahead Stash. Uh, no 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 my fault I, I I cut you out go ahead oh you did that I mean if it was a a really quick match I wouldn't even consider it a match at that point if it was you know quick but that's 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 really all I really have to say on that it was pretty decent though because I'm like man you know Trick Williams. I've I've only seen him in a in a ring like once. And for him to get yeah. a good match and for him to go up against Wesley on a headline show for the week is a big step up for him and he delivered. And mm-hmm. for him to be like, well, you know, for them to do their exchange, of course you've seen what everyone's seen Wesley wrestle, you see how quick paced he is. My only issue with the match though is the fuck finish at the end. That was my only issue with the match. Williams goes to Mellow Hayes, which they're supposed to be healed, so I get it. Puts the alcohol, the rubber alcohol on his hands, and he just rubs it in the Wesley's eyes and for the win, okay. to win the match. What I what I have an issue with yeah, that, that is, is when sense. is when they toss the bottle to the commentators and they went, Oh no, it's just water. <laughs> yeah, he did. Like you just ruined the entire gimmick. <laughs> that that was the funny part. That's the funny part. But then uh what's his name? Uh uh, Wade Barrett tried to save it. He was like, "Water, what are you trying to do? You trying to help them out?" Like, oh man, Barrett tried to save it, but at that point, yeah, the suspense of disbelief was over. <laughs> yeah, they, they, yeah. They, they, they were on it, and not a lot of people caught it either. They're probably just paying attention to the match, zoned in, and it's just water. Didn't even hear right, it. Right, right. It was so, it was so low. It was like he moved his mic away and went, 
It's just water, but had but like had it close enough that he could still hear it just barely. Oh, he, he definitely Bruce Pitch Bruce Pritchard cussed him out. Man. He definitely oh, cussed him out. Oh, yeah. They um, went in the back, and he was like, "What are you doing, man? <laughs> you just ruined the whole gimmick." <laughs> but I like, like I said, the finish happened. Trick Williams wins, but this is not the end of that program. It's really not. Oh God, no! Then the sleeper hit of the night. Wendy Chu versus Tiffany Stratton. When I when I say man, I did not expect that much out of Tiffany Stratton at all. Like she's really stepped it up this past few months. And Wendy Chu is Wendy Chu. She's good at what she does. So like only she could pull off one out there wrestling in onesie pajamas and kick pass that look like slippers. Okay. <laughs> only she could pull that off. But uh, yeah, man, she went out there, and they went out there, and they killed it. They straight killed it from bell to bell. Uh, did you see that? Did you see that match sauce? Uh, no, I was still cooking dinner. I missed those two <laughs> matches. I'll tell you that. Like, I caught like glimpses of it, but not enough for me to. Actually oh yeah, it's it's, def- it's def- it was definitely worth a uh, rewatch. But uh, Tiffany my St- cup empty on shaking on that one. Yeah, but Tiffany, uh, Tiffany Stratton went over. Which I don't know why they keep doing this to me. I don't know why they keep doing this. You know what? I, I think I know why. And here is my hypothesis. No serious. They are putting Wendy Chu in the ground to rebuild her and get her out of the onesie. Think so? I personally do. Because they think it's just a you know, a laugh, just a joke. That her in a onesie is just, you know, basically like her being the female version of our truth in a way. No, but she pulls it off well. And her, all of her, like she, I don't know, man. I kind of feel like she, if you want another Bailey. She does, but the thing is, is just the fact of she's not getting the response that they wish. Yeah, I guess. It's like the opposite, the opposite basically. Like they they thought, oh, you know, her in a onesie pajama with these funny slippers on, she'll bring in the younger crowd. Right. No, no, no. Sorry. Sorry, dog. No. (laughs) That ain't how it works, chief. (laughs) Then we get uh, out. Then we get some kind of segment with uh, Fabian Eichler. He challenges uh, Fabian challenge. Oh, for, uh, something, something, Davinci. Oh, Apollo Cruz. Apollo Cruz. Oh, oh yeah, that's 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 right. Because he was all like, "Oh, you know, I'm better. I got the better talent. I got the more speed. I'm more stronger. I ain't dressed to compete. You see me? I'm dressed to go out." And Cruz is just like. Shut up and just come here so I can beat your ass. Pretty much. Like, I mean, I think they're going to have a good match. Because ever since like, they re back I've versed legends. Just get right. in and let me beat your ass. Right. <laughs> I kind of feel like that's going to be a good program moving forward because them two can go. And the tear that uh, Da Vinci is on since his repackage, yeah. like, he, he's he's been nothing short of phenomenal since he's came back. But here's the thing. Now now they've got a choice. Who are they burying? Well, Paulo Cruz would be enhanced the talent. It won't hurt him too much. 
Like, I, I feel like Apollo Cruz is in a position to where he can, where he can, um, he can take a L and still have momentum moving forward. I don't expect him to be an NXT champion. I, if, if anything, he's there just to give somebody, give them somebody to work with. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that I mean, I mean, I can I can see them putting over, especially putting over a new talent that a hurt event. Paulo Cruz. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but like Cruz is a great talent, and he can do many things. But like, they've got a really tiptoe on this glass to make sure that they don't bury either one of them. Put him up against Melo. Melo need to read a challenge here. I'm not going to lie, dude. Cruz would demolish Melo. But Melo can take a L of that. Yes. Yes, like, that's that. That's the difference between Carmelo Hayes and Da Vinci. Vinci still repackages it sucks that we had to lose. Uh, it sucks we had to lose Imperium for it to happen. But they repackaged. I don't like him better. What you like? Uh, like him better without uh, Imperium? Yeah. Yeah. Does he get to stand out more? He's got more confidence. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, he'll take the L versus Carmelo Hayes, who's a heel anyway. Like. Mm. But Carmelo Hayes, that's a good segue into his matches. He went against Grayson Waller. And we knew the lead up to this match was hilarious. I will give Grayson Waller credit for that. Because I don't like the guy personality-wise, but this was the funniest way to get a title match I've seen in a long time. So he comes up to Carmelo Hayes. He's like, hey, you know, ever since we've been cool, man, I helped you out that match, you know. All my fans, all, all these people love you. If you sign, they gave me the stuff. You signed some of this stuff for us. Had to sign the basketballs, all kinds of shit. And he's not paying attention. He's still doing his interview, and then he signs a piece of paper or everything. It's an autograph. Later on in the oh, night, it's an autograph, all right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Later it's on, not in the, the one night. he thought. All right, all right, he did <laughs> <that>. Free ticket. <laughs> yeah. So later on in the night, the slyest way to get a match. Slyest. It, it was. It was. It was the best. I don't think I've ever seen somebody do it like that, though. Ah, that's what makes it funny. That's why I said, like, he has some qualities, but I just can't. I just can't resonate with, like, I don't know, Grayson. I don't know. Maybe there is something with Grayson. I just don't know. But <laughs> Carmelo Hayes is on his way out the building. No problem, no problem. Carmelo Hayes is out the building, and the interviewer runs up to him and says, so how do you feel about your match against Grayson Waller? He was like, what? He got set up. <laughs> he was like, what? What match? He's like, apparently he signed a contract <laughs> for a match with Grace Waller at the Great American Bash. He was like, I did what? Oh, I knew. <laughs> he, he was, was like, too, <laughs> he, he was too distracted to, to fully realize what he was really signing. What thing because, about uh, be, because he was having him sign like it. So, like right, right, right. Basketball shirts, right. autographs. But what makes it awesome is like Carmelo Hayes gets so into himself when he talks about himself. Mm-hmm. Like he was distracted by himself, 
And that's the that's the that's the punchline. So he recovers from being mad. He's like, you know what? It don't matter. Like, cause I'm a, you already know what's gonna happen. Cause Melo don't miss. And he don't. Like Carmelo Hayes is main roster ready. I feel. Like he he's been ready for the main roster. He showed up ready for the main roster. This is screen body of work. Like he he's main roster ready. Will he be used? Roster material. Right, like, but it'll be used to the best of his ability. I don't know. But uh, him and Grayson Waller have their match, and Grayson Waller's pulling his stuff, and Carmelo Hayes is beating him to the punch. They, they put on a, a solid match, but it was a Carmelo Hayes match. Of course, Carmelo Hayes wins because Melo don't win. <laughs> I. I don't know why he wanted a match with him if, you know, if Melo don't miss. Because Grayson Waller's, uh, Grayson Waller's character, if you will, mm. is a character with somebody who just really, he's trying to scratch his way up to the top by any means necessary, but he's really annoying. Like, he's like that dude where you meet your favorite rapper on the street, and he's that dude that keep following him around everywhere he goes. But hey, man, listen to my mixtape. Listen to my mixtape for it. It's real good, dude. I got the gift. Like, listen to my mixtape. Grayson Waller is that guy. So. <laughs> yeah. And he plays that part almost too well. It is very annoying. And then his in-ring skill is like weird. Like very weird. Like the dude wrestles in, in boxing shorts. Maybe like odd colors like pink and blue and it's, it's, I don't know. He's just that annoying little brother that you got to carry around. That's the mindset. So. <laughs> that's, that, 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 yeah, that's, that's, that's the best way I can put it. Like, don't go to the store without Grayson. But it's like, mom, my friends hate him. That's your little brother. You have to take him with you. <laughs> that's Grayson Waller. Damn, I thought you were just talking about my childhood. <laughs> I was trying to explain to him Grayson Waller. But, uh ah. Yeah, yeah. So of course he loses to Carmelo Hayes because I don't know this. Uh, it was it was a it was a it was a it was a Carmelo Hayes match. Of course, with Trick Williams by his side, okay. Mm-hmm. And Melo continues on as your North American champion. Uh, thoughts on that match, Sauce? If you saw it. In my opinion, it could have went out of the way. I mean, Carmelo's kind of just into me Carmel. now. He, he's just, he's just there. He ready to go. That's what I said. He ready to go to the main roster. Yes, but at this time and point, he's not ready to go to SmackDown. Sorry, SmackDown's the big show right now. I think him and Raw as a mid card would be nice because he's not ready for that opener to make that. Pizzazz, like, hey, watch this show. Look at me. But he's uh, like, he's not main event either for it. So a mid card would be nice to have sustainability. I kind of feel like if they let him take the whole barbershop, and let him, if they don't change his character at all and just let Carmelo Hayes be Carmelo Hayes, I kind of feel like he'll surpass our expectations. Because, I mean, think about it. What, what makes him stand out on NXT, like the two major programs on NXT right now are 
the Nagano Del Fantasma versus the D'Angelo family. And whatever Carmelo Hayes has caught, he steals the spotlight. And with 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 Ron Breaker being the NXT champion, for him to even be able to steal the spotlight from the main champion, just with him being himself, I kind of feel like if they could just package that and put that on the main roster, yeah, he's going to surpass like The whole barbershop thing, I messed with. When he set up that ladder match in the barbershop, and he was just being That's arrogant as fuck, that was awesome. That was awesome. That's, like, that's why I said. That's why I said he's not an opener yet. He's he's almost there, but throw him on the main roster. Let him see what main roster action is like. Put him in a mid card for sustainability. It just and let he him build his way up. In yeah. a month, maybe two opener or six months from now, main event. Because he he, bring, he brings that real nigga energy, that real good energy. I was about to say, are we allowed to say that word over here? We're not real, really, now. Just a laugh, so. Okay. But, uh. <laughs> he brings that big dick energy. Fuck yeah, it. yeah, he, bring, he brings that big, that <laughs> real hood energy. And I like it, the whole. Because when he said, oh, <laughs> you know, he sitting in the barbershop talking to his homeboys. Like, you know what? Melo don't miss. And just to give him, just to give him a, a, a taste of what's to happen. You know, I'm going to do this ladder match. And I'm going to throw this invitation over there. And I'm going to show them that Melo don't miss. Hold on, I got to go. You watch it, Stas? Uh, Zeta, you might want to mute, bro. Uh, yeah, your mic is on me there. So anyways, Staz, what do you think of that? Fun, man. fun show. I don't know, man. Like, what? Uh, 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 big dick energy, like you said. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, like he'll, said, say, he'll say it's my fault. I don't know, that was weird. But, um, hey, yeah, he's sitting in the... What's up? You, uh, you kind of forgot to mute your mic. Oh, no, I'm muted on my end. I'm muted on my end, so I ain't here to... They don't hear it live. Y'all hear it. Oh, okay. okay. See, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure how that yeah, still yeah. works. Smart, smart. Still getting into uh, this. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting back into the swing of this. Come on, bro. I just got repackaged. <laughs> but yeah, man. But uh, like I said, man, for him to sit in that barbershop and be like, yo, so I threw this ladder match together. I'm taking them all along because, you know, Melo don't miss. I'm going to get my championship back, but I want to make a statement. Like that That kind of energy is what we kind of need right now on the main it is. We need that and, confidence. Everybody and, else is just kind of just floating there. in the water. And I mean, we kind of get it from the bloodline. We kind of get it from the Usos. But like, I just kind of feel like Carmelo Hayes just embodies that. Even in his character, just embodies that. It's just like, awesome. Don't get me wrong. We're we're always going to get that from Reigns or right. the Usos. Because that's what they are. They are, look at me, I'm in the spotlight. I'm going to show you to keep looking at me. Right. It all works. It all works, man. It works, it works, it works on that end. Of course, he wins. Grayson Wilder goes back to the back of the line. And then we had a match that... <laughs> but yeah, sorry, I bounced out, by the way. Remember oh, when no, I told you, you earlier about the three kittens going yeah. bye-bye? Well, four, actually, all day. Oh, wow. Uh, Mom, Mama Cat was crying. 
I oh, okay. Hear her from out here, I could hear her from the garage. So. Oh, you did. Um, we had Diamond Mine versus Diamond Mine. Yeah. Um. Still confused on that. I'm so, not a big, you know, watch NXT every week type guy. Like. So throughout the weeks, there's been this buildup. You know, the Creed brothers won NXT Tag Team Champions Championships from Pretty Deadly, which mm-hmm. I saw coming because those guys. Uh, Weird. Um, they really are, and I thought like, I was awkward. Like that, that whole situation. <laughs> like, hold on. I don't know what they are. Not that it matters. They just, I, I just couldn't get in with it. In style, like I don't know. That aside, they just, <laughs> I just, yeah, <sighs> yeah. That that was a mess, man. I check. By the way, I'm fully, fully. You know what? I'm, I'm not even gonna say that's a Vince McMahon project. I want to say that's a Vince Russo project. <laughs> so, like, I'm not, I'm not even gonna drop that bomb in Vince's lap with right now. I think that was a Russo project, and uh, probably, probably they found out Russo can't make projects. Right, right, probably. He liked the stoner kid in class. He just didn't <laughs> yeah. with smart kids. Uh, yeah, you're cool, bro. Anyway. <laughs> Hey man, you know what would be cool if we made like a volcano explode, dude. We have to dissect it for. I want to make a volcano explode with some baking soda. Come on, right, man. right. But um, Creed Brothers win the tag team championships from Pretty Dead. Uh, Roderick Strong is in the back with the Olympic guy. What's his name? Signed the WWE contract. Huh? Yeah, Gable Steves. That's that's what it is. Thank you. Um, was that, yeah. was that Junior? No, no, that was the each. Uh, oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, they, they have a, they get jealous a little bit. You know, they're trying to figure out what's going on with Roger Strong. Like, well, you know, I feel like you guys aren't dedicated to Diamond Mine. So he sets them up in these tag team matches, trying to break them down. And the Creed mm-hmm. brothers are coming over the top, you know, they don't like he. They had the uh, triple threat tag team match, the three the three on three tag team match the week prior. Roger Strong trying to take six, the spotlight. Six man tag. Yeah, six, six man, man tag. tag. Yeah, six <laughs> man tag. Roger Strong don't like the fact that he's not in the spotlight right now. So Creed brothers come in, they take the victory. Roger Strong's like, you know what? I need to teach you a lesson about the Great American Bash. It's me and Stevenson versus you guys for the NXT Tag Team Champions. And we're going to make this as awkward as possible and so... Yeah. Yeah. So, I often, often compare the Creed, the Creed brothers to Kurt Angle. I say, this is what would happen if we split Kurt Angle into two people. What if Perk Angle and Kurt Angle were to join forces and be attacked? <laughs> because that's what you get out of the Creed brothers. They grew on... No, no. You know what? You know what? No. If Kurt Angle teamed up with Chad Gable, I wouldn't even say that because you get if like if you really pay attention, like no, the current Chad Gable, I should say. Yeah, the current Chad Gable. I get it. I get it. I mean, yeah, yeah. If Kurt Angle teamed up with Chad Gable, I'll run with that. Yeah, I'll run with that. I'll run with that. But um, yeah, Creed Brothers There's come a lot out of there don't know and about Perk Angle. Yeah, uh, Perk Angle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people don't know about Perk Angle. Oh, that was the TN. That was the TNA run. He was doing 450 splashes. <laughs> <laughs> that 
That's a story <laughs> from right. your grandparents. You oh, man. This uh, uh, Park Angle. Oh, some of his best matches in the how he remembers. But <laughs> that, that set aside. Doubt even felt him either. Right. That <clears throat> aside. Uh, so you get the Creed brothers. They're going against Roger Strong and Stevenson. And yeah, it was it was more so of a slow pace, ground pace match. Um, the Creed brothers got the highlight, stepped it up where they could. But uh, yeah, I kind of feel like you know this this experiment with Stevenson. I'm glad this came to a close. I'm pretty I'm pretty glad this came to a close. Um, because fast, thank God. Fast, thank, oh my lord, because this whole. Uh, Roger Strong being jealous in the background thing. Like, Diamond Mine is good. Diamond Mine is strong. They don't need to break up Diamond Mine. Send them back to feud with Joe Gacy <laughs> in the diet, okay? Uh, who wasn't on the show? You, you, you know I love me some Malcolm. Oh, um, yo. Michael Bivins. Oh, did you see your not, AW not, they kind of, uh... Put some respect <laughs> on his name. Malcolm. Alright, alright. TAW, where they kind of, uh, where they kind of draw toxic attraction with Jay Cargill and Kara Hogan. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is a weird. Yeah, that was, that was kind of a uh, kick in the teeth. <laughs> in a way. <laughs> he said, this is too close to ass. That's funny. That was funny. But, uh, yeah. Three brothers win it, obviously, because they're hot right now. Like, who, 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 they're they're hot right now. Hopefully, Diamond Mine stays together. And uh, I want to know who's under the Dyad hoods, man, because that's been bothering me ever since he pointed out that they was former NXT champions. Who? Uh, Joe Gacy and the Dyad two dudes and uh, that wrestle in the Druid here. Oh yeah, because he said you guys have tasted it's been gold a while before. Since I heard them. Yeah, he said they tasted gold before. That raises a lot of questions. That raises a lot of questions. Uh uh-uh. But uh, but yeah, you know, three brothers go over. It was a cool match. Then we get to the match that uh, kind of came out of nowhere. Like, it came out of somewhere, but it came out of nowhere. And we didn't know who the face was, who the heel was, clearly. Uh, wasn't nobody even gray area. This kind of felt like two baby faces going. Had Brian Breaker, the NXT champion, defending his championship against, I want to say Trevor Lee, but uh, Cameron Grimes. <laughs> Cameron Grimes. Uh, so Oh, I'm I'm looking up who those two were, by the way. Yeah, but uh, Braun Breaker and Cameron Grimes. This was a double babyface match. There was no clear heel. The show? There was no clear heel. But um, it was what it was. Braun Breaker dominated. You know, Cameron Grimes got his stuff off. They were selling a shoulder injury from the week prior. The turnbuckle broke. It snapped in the uh, snapped in the Braun Breaker shoulder. Came out and looked at him. That's how he moves and work. Um, tell me, tell me why he looks like not not Braun. Um, God, I you literally said his name like six Cameron Grimes. Got it. Cameron no. Grimes. No, Gacy. 
I want to say it's Gacy. Um, why does he look like a Kevin Owens getting ready to go play golf? Oh, because we're going to talk about it. Let's get through this match, and I'll explain Joe Gacy. So, actually, I'll explain him now. Um, Joe Gacy is not how we live in this peace society and everything has to be political correct and like, well, this is my safe space and all of that stuff. Yeah. So Joe Gacy uses that for evil and is fucking genius. It's like he's been reading the Bray Wyatt playbook, but he does it in such a way where it's like the polar opposite of Bray. Okay. I, I love it, man. I, I love it. But he's like, this ring is a safe space. You're free to take your anger out on me in any way, shape, or form you feel like. If you get disqualified, I'm going to be the NX. Like, shit like that. Yeah. It is fucking genius. I, I felt the love with it when we first started doing it. Like, <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. I mean, but that's the thing. They fucking kidnapped Braun Breaker. Yeah, he kidnapped Braun Breaker's dad. <laughs> He said, family is important. You know what your family is? Like, it was just really, dude, like, the dude is just, it's like, he's just whacked out of his mind. And, and, and so, I, I, I have a feeling I know who the druids are. What are you thinking? I, I want to say Brian and Vinny Show. Brian and Vinny Show? Yeah. That's my movie? The blood-sucking druids? From uh, Dynamite. And they said <laughs> that. Uh, just look at the size of them and look at the size of the uh, hooded figures. They they just kind of resemble the same build, the same, like the way they stand. I guess so. I mean, they did say they chased they chased they chased the butt before, so they chased the old before. Yes. I guess it makes sense. All right. Well, hey, that's what the rules are. But, um, yeah. Possibly. Yeah. But getting back to the Brown Breaker match, of course, Brown Breaker wins. Uh, he's not ready to be called up yet, obviously. Nope. Kind of feel like this. <clears throat> but this main event, would I kind of feel like it would have went better for me if we had a clear idea of who the face and who the heel was. Brown's the face. But are we sure about that? Because Cameron Grimes, like... Cameron Grimes, I feel like in this case, was the heel of the story. <laughs> Even the promo packages. Because yeah, uh, he was like, well, you got here because of who your father is. Nobody knew who my father was. Da, 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 da. I'm like, yeah, maybe that's a little heelish, but I kind of feel like it would have been more clear if Instead of the, the ring breaking and snapping in the Braun Breaker's shoulder, if it would have been Cameron Grimes himself or after the fact attacking the shoulder. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It just really wasn't clear to me who the face and who the heel was. But we got a solid match out of it. Um, I'll say with Raw being a C minus, I get a great American badge, like a I'll give it a C plus. Yeah, only because they had to squeeze so much in so little time. I kind of feel yeah. like if it was a network special, it'd have been a lot better. If they could have given it just like 
30, 30 extra minutes. Fuck it. 15. Yeah. I feel like it could have been better. But the end of the show, I forget what they're calling them now, but my boy Jordan definitely shows up and he takes out Brian Breaker. He said all of his promo package, he said, I was talking about you. Hits him with the devil inside through the tables. I feel like it's one of my favorite suplexes now. <laughs> because he, he, he does it so flawlessly and it looks so simple yet it's very effective. Uh, but yeah, he shows up and finally makes his debut and they're going to start the program with him and Brian Breaker. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I'm looking up to see who the guy was. Uh, I don't, I don't really know. Just got to see how it turns out then. Yeah, his name is J J D McDonough. You said he was there with someone else though. Uh, Rob Breaker was celebrating, walking up the rap. Then he attacks him from behind, kind of beats mm-hmm. up Rob Breaker a little bit, and hits him with the double inside. Oh yeah, and he and actually J D debuted a week ahead of schedule. Oh yeah, mind you. Oh yeah, but I think that was to. to uh, I think that was to you know foreshadow. Yeah, the foreshadow. The uh, I kind of feel like a program between because let, let's get this out of the way. Him yeah, as Jordan Devlin, I felt like he didn't properly get his rematch for the for the cruiserweight championship when that was a thing. I mean, personally, I'm kind of glad because if he did, that probably would have buried him in the ground so bad that even the Undertaker couldn't pull him out. Nah, 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 not just, not JD. He 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 has the end real skill to back it up because I know a lot of people don't watch NXT UK, but around the time when he was hot in NXT UK, he was hot. So um, his he had, he didn't have to have like one bad match when he was there. So I mean, uh, bad no, right. moderate to mediocre. Yes. Yeah. Well, no, I kind of feel like the repackage will work. Especially if they should go to the top. So they got to have some faith in them. Yeah. As long as they don't Pete Dunn it. <laughs> right. They don't Pete as long as, they don't, as long as they don't butch the moment. <sighs> Eric's, Eric's, uh, that Eric's his song. I understand anything for a check, but. Damn, damn, damn. <laughs> Yeah. But um, that being they said, need to kill yeah. That character. yeah, they just need to kill that collective. Because I wonder how Big E is going to feel coming back and working for them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because not what only they working for them. Because remember, uh, Rich Holland is the one that broke his neck. Yeah. What do you mean working for them? You mean working, like working with them? Yeah, I mean working with them. Thank you. You just completely. Yeah, I just it off. But I wonder how he's going to feel coming back and working with him after that. Because I said it first when I saw Rich Holland get called up so soon, and he was great. He was not ready. Yeah, I feel like if they keep that together and keep Rich around when he comes back, um, he's going to get his revenge. And of course. It's, it's going to be like, no holds barred, just go, and he's just going to utterly decimate, eviscerate, and then incinerate. But I kind of feel like that's why he hasn't, if you notice, he hasn't had a lot of ring time lately. 
Mm-hmm. He's getting punished, and yeah. that's. But I also that's the feel way like, that we see him getting punished. Right, is he's now Butch's handler, basically. Right, because I kind of feel like you know the reason they put him with Shamus is to get that little edge off, just to teach him something, to have him you know study. But uh, yeah, but no offense and all, but going against Big E, that was too big of a dude. Oh yeah, it was too big of a dude. It was too soon. It was a lot too soon, honestly. And uh, yeah, it was kind of weird. You can see that going. Through. But that's around the time that Vince was so hard on trying his best to fill out his roster. That he was just willing to call up anybody. So, um, now we get to SmackDown. SmackDown! Which is always the A show around here. So, you got a lot of old school raw moments, but, uh, SmackDown is the little engine that keeps on delivering. (laughs) Always. Um, so we start off with, Roman Reigns coming out, giving his spill, and Paul Heyman doing what Paul Heyman says. Best. We have a Brock Lesnar problem, and da 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 da. And then he's like, "I'm going to take it." No, all right. I'm gonna just say this now. Paul Heyman is still scared shitless of Brock Lesnar. Oh yeah, Paul Heyman. Honestly, Paul Heyman as an on-screen personality is the man. You can yes. get him. Oh, good. He he. I, I'm gonna say this. He is Captain Charisma on that mic. Oh, yeah. Like, like, you might not like him. You might love him. You might hate him. But no matter what, the second he grabs that mic, you're like, yo, what's he about to say? Right, right. What's going to happen? Like, Paul Heyman can sell rat poison rats at this point. Like, <laughs> I was going to lie. So for him to that say, a microwave comment earlier. Right, right, right. But, like, for him to be able to sell that moment, like, he's in utter fear of Brock Lesnar, who, for those who may not know, are really best friends outside of the gym. He's his real-life professional manager. Like, all his UFC fights and stuff, like, Paul Heyman is his, 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 his agent outside of the gym. Because he owns an agent. Even in WWE. Yeah, even in WWE. Paul Heyman is his agent, for those who don't know. But, uh, yeah, for him to be able to sell that, and for him to be able to... Do what he does best because isn't Paul still on the uh, production side of things on Raw? Yep. Yeah, he's pulling double duty. So yeah, that, I just felt like that was a good moment. And Roman Reigns just as arrogant as ever. And I hate to tell everybody, there's never going to be a title run like this ever again. This is special. We already know about Roman Reigns' health, uh, his health issues and stuff like that. With like, him beating Lakamia and everything. Right, right. Yep. Like, they're literally giving him a Bruno San Martino method, or the Bruno San Martino treatment, so that he'll have a legacy in case something. I'm not going wood. I hope not. But in case something happens. So, this is a one in a, once in a lifetime championship. Let's just be honest about that. Um, but that aside, Roman Reigns is confident as ever. The Usos are as confident as ever. And he just tell him, I'm going to take care of Brock Lesnar. This is the final chapter. I'm going to beat his ass. Da, 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 da. I'm a tribal chief. I got you. What's going on, wise man? Then out comes the annoying little brother in the back. <laughs> dun, dun. Oh, man. Uh, Austin Fury comes out with briefcase, runs around the ring. Roman Reigns laughing at the dude. Like, and, and if your champion ain't convinced that he's a threat, <laughs> 
I mean, look. Look. Um, mm. oh, we all yeah. know how I feel about theory. I'm not even going to reiterate or touch on that subject. Yeah, so, like, you know, we we, we can all agree that Austin Theory is going to be another name on a list that is cash their money in the bank. Let's just call it one. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that opening segment was nice. Then, we have the repackaged Viking Raiders. Scary this time. <laughs> Yo, I- I'm going to say this right now. I enjoyed the attitude that they had. I enjoyed the look that they now have. Right. Don't Don't get me wrong. I feel like somebody has watched Vikings... A lot lately, because the the paint reminds me so much of Floki. So, going back to their NXT Black and Yellow day, okay. Hey. Taking it back, everybody knew about War Machine. They go even on the Indies, Ring of Honor, NWA tournament. You couldn't go anywhere without hearing about two teams, War Machine. And them boys, the Briscoes. Um, if I remember correctly, they even mentioned War Machine New Japan. Yeah. Those two teams couldn't go anywhere as a wrestling fan. A real wrestling fan. You couldn't go anywhere without hearing about the boys, Briscoes, and War Machine. Fast forward to NXT Blackie. War Machine debuts, all the aggression, all the rumors, everything you ever heard about them, they deliver. They get to the main roster, and they get a, re- a name change. They were, what, they were the Viking experience. Okay. Uh, they, you know what? Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I kind of dug it. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. It was... Okay. 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 So they go out there and they maul, they maul tag teams, and then they just fall by the wayside. Then they get repackaged again as the Viking Raiders. Next thing you know, and don't get me wrong, Eric and Ivar, they are true. They live this life. They LARP as Vikings in their spare time. They about this Viking shit. Don't get it wrong. Don't get it twisted. Like, this is something. They have a bunker. Like his wife Sarah or Eric's or wife Sarah Rowe. They 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 live this life. They grew up as best friends. They've been LARPing forever. Like they live this Viking shit. Okay. And I'll say it now, for you scrubs that don't know what LARPing is, it's called live action role playing. Yes. And it is amazing and it makes you feel like a kid again. Exactly. It's awesome. So you got a problem with it? I got two words for you. <laughs> right. So, uh, they come in as Viking Raiders and they get into this program with the New Day. Or with Akira Tozawa and the Ninjas and, and Titus O'Neil. They're doing axe throwing contests and Ivar's keeping turkey legs nearby, just eating turkey legs. Turn them into a joke. I'm not gonna lie, if I, if I could just have turkey legs on demand and just reach out and grab one and be there, I'd do it. 
Yeah, I mean, I'll be wrong. Anything for a check, but it turned the team into a joke. And we all know the history of WWE and tag team wrestling. It turned them into a joke. But then they turned around and, uh, yeah, they, they repackaged them. Um, but this repackage is, I am liking the looks of I it. I love it, but you're just making them act like they did when they came and debuted in the first place. So it's kind of like... You realize you done fucked up. Pretty much, but you don't want to admit. <laughs> you don't you want to admit up. the fact that uh, you, fucked, you up. fucked up. But of course, they go against Jinder Mahal and Shanky, which is another team I kind of feel like shouldn't be a thing. Look, I'll be the first to admit I have never liked Jinder Mahal ever since he came onto the scene. He just, I like he's just too arrogant. I feel like gender. We have too many though that are too arrogant. I kind of feel like gender should have kept his heelish run as a mid card. Like gender Mahal should have had an intercontinental championship run right now. He he's been there way too long to not find his place in that company. But here's the thing. Also, they use him for such a short time, right. and then take him off for such a long time. That for him to find his spot, he doesn't have the time. I say drop Shanky, go heel, and do one hell of an intercontinental championship. People love to hate him. But, here, yeah, people do love to hate him. I mean, I love, uh, I fucking hate him, but I love him. Right. It's, it's a love-hate relationship. Right. Uh, but Gunther. Gunther. Well, he can uh, take a hell from Gunther and it won't hurt him. No, no. If you were to take the IC title from Gunther, that's that's a heel via heel. That that truthfully wouldn't be that entertaining for me. Yeah, but Gunther not chasing the uh, WWE Championship is trapped. Him holding it right now, just too much. The way he is. Yeah, you already knew where I was going. Yeah, too much too so. I don't know. Okay, (laughs) but yeah, man, uh, Jinder Mahal. They go over Jinder Mahal and Shanky, which the. Uh, then the new day come out and they said we're gonna give you the ass whooping that we should have gotten oh, you. Oh. No, 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 get it right, get it right. They were unsanctioned ass whoopings that you have given us, right? But tonight, <laughs> we have ass whooping packages, right? Right, right. <laughs> Man, Xavier Woods is another one who's just gold on like this, this, he's just gold on like, um. Of course, the Viking Raiders take them out too. Because, you know, we got to build the Viking Raiders back up after we destroyed them for years. Uh, <laughs> so, I'm all for it, man. This new attitude, this new look, hopefully it takes some places. Hopefully it makes them a threat for the Usos, because the Usos really need a threat. They need a threat. Um, yeah, I'm thoughts on that match. I mean, they basically made it made it apparent that without Big E, the New Day is shit. Yeah. More so than it's been. Uh, but the fact is, is you got two tiny dudes going against two big brick shit houses. Right. Right. I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, Viking Raiders are a threat now. Um. 
Do it happens later on down the road when they get their title shot. Then we had if. if yeah. about they'd have to get. And until Roman loses that title, the Usos ain't losing their titles. Hell no, the bloodline gonna stand strong every time. Bingo, bango, bango. <laughs> uh, which isn't getting boring. Like I thought it would get boring after all. But it's not. It's really not. Um then we had well, we had Shinsuke Nakamura going against he's not Marcel Bartel anymore, is he? Who would they call him? No. Well he goes against Shinsuke Nakamura and loses. And then Gunther proceeds to punish him by giving him the slaps of God. Damn. <laughs> Just a day. He slapped that man so hard, no wonder he ain't got no uh, chest hair. So he slapped, he slapped fire out his chest. His chest was leaking baby oil after that. That shit was crazy. But uh, <laughs> let me put some wax on the back of my hand. And... <laughs> right, right, right. Slapped the hell out of him as punishment, but this is also building up to Shinsuke Nakamura versus Gunther. I think they got a match at the number slam, right? The Intercontinental Championship. Um, can we get to the... Hold on, hold on, hold on. After that match, I just want to say it's hilarious that fucking Corbin and Graves were doing the air guitar. Oh, I just want to put that out there. Oh, yeah, so for those who don't know, Corey uh, Graves and Pat McAfee have a SummerSlam match and after Money in the Bank on YouTube and uh, .com, uh Corbin came out and took out Pat McAfee to take him off um, TV for a little bit. So that he mm-hmm. could show up at their match on at SummerSlam. So, of course, Shinsuke Nakamura comes up for his match. Corey Grave and, and uh, uh, what, Happy Corbin, whatever Corbin he is. This is week. a Happy Corbin, Unhappy Corbin, Bun Corbin, Broke Corbin? What Some Corbin kind of Corbin. Can we just go back to Baron Corbin and call it Yeah, a yeah, let's call it today, Baron Corbin. So, uh, they get on the stage. They're making fun of, obviously, the fact that Pat McAfee there. Him and Corey Grave jump on the night stage. They're playing air guitar. There's just guys interest. It was it was awesome. It was good TV. It was good TV. And the thing, didn't Corbin used to hate Shinsuke? Yeah. Yeah. Like but, I thought he still did until he just started air guitar and the crap out of his song, and I was just like, mm, okay. Well, it was a complete mockery to the fact that that's what Pat McAfee does whenever Shinsuke comes out to the ring. So it was kind of building up that feud without direct contact. If that makes sense. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah, that was the butt, the butt of the joke. Well, this is what he does every week, so we're gonna do it. Right? <laughs> he ain't here. Somebody gotta do it. Right, right, right. So they kind of got that out of it. Uh, Shinsuke goes over, and uh, Marcel, Bartel, whatever they call him now, some Russian name. <laughs> Taste the slaps from that. Then we get the Liv Morgan heartfelt promo number two. Hey, don't care. I'm going to give my girl from Jersey. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Got. Like, I'm happy Liv got it. I was kind of like, yeah, kind of like, yeah, but I'm happy Liv got it. Liv got it. Um, Liv came across as genuine, as she always has, yet again. And then uh, Natalia comes out because apparently she's not tired of getting her ass whipped. <laughs> <laughs> not even that. She just, hey. she just wants to show off her, I don't even know what to call that nose. 
Like, like, what do we call that nose? It's so tiny and just points. The who knows? She looked like Cindy Lou Who. Hey, she looks like if she tries to tries to frown on her face. Fa who But uh, she comes out because she's not tired of getting her ass whooped. She tries to get on Liv Morgan. Ronda Rousey mm-hmm. comes out, you know, because you know we gotta protect our champ. This one and appreciates Liv. Right, even says, "Hey, you know what? Yeah, all that may be true, but you did the right thing the way you did it." Yeah, I mean, well, you know, Ronda, you know, Ronda is a good sport, so well, she, well, she's ready to be a good sport. Um, then uh, get a, a rematch between Natalia and Ronda. Ronda Rousey's in street clothes, and she still managed to whip Natalia's ass. I'm sorry, but and Natalia. They need to do something with her, man. They beat her down for so long. Like, for her family lineage, for her to have a family lineage that she has and not be pushed as a top talent, like, they they do her so dirty. Like, if anybody needs to go to AEW, it's Natalia. It's Natalia. Like, I I feel like Natalia could help the town of... NXT. Oh yeah, let her go to NXT. Yeah, if they could, if they would throw to NXT, she could help the talent there and teach them because that's all she is now. Yeah, this is enhancement talent, and it's a shame because she has so much to give. And I, like I said, yeah, NXT is one solution, but if she's going to leave the WWE as a whole, I say send her to AEW because that women's division can use the pick me up. Even though they have a lot of talented women over there, don't get me wrong. But uh, I feel like she would be more appreciated and her abilities would be on better display there. And that's just me. I'm saying with Tamina. I feel like Tamina should have been on, uh, should have been pushed. Right? No, it's, 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 it's just a lot. It's just a lot. But um, she takes the L to Ronda Rousey again. Um, kind of saw that coming. Uh, thoughts on that, Matt? Uh, I have no thoughts on that. I, Natalia just, Natalia just None needs here. to go somewhere else at this point. Yeah, she, she just needs to be utilized somewhere. I mean, hell, put her on Raw. Let her get a hot Raw red. Like, put her somewhere, man. God. Give her a tag partner. They did. They tried that. It never lasts. Because she's too arrogant. She's too narcissistic. She's too altruistic. Yeah. Oh, For all of you that don't know what that is, that means that she's an egomaniac. Well, I mean, she's she deserves it. She's des- she deserves it. That's the crazy part. Like, she's just to letting everybody know, this is where I should be in this kind of treatment. Even with Tamina. Like, Tamina hasn't had a good program since that uh, since she wanted to go after Bailey for the SmackDown Championship. He's another one that should have been a major player that they just never did anything with. Uh, then we get to the the funniest thing ever. The the man Dupree or whatever Dupree and his maximum male <laughs> and the maximum male models tennis collection. Dude, that's just. 
It's, can, we, uh, can we just call them? Can we? Can we just call uh, them the MTX? The double MTX? Like that? That's just too much of a mouthful. It, it, it's funny. MMTC. Whatever. MMTC. We're just right, right, right. MMTC. Uh, yeah. MMM. Tennis collection. Uh. <laughs> Monse. 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 <laughs> Like, well, why'd they even change their names? Come on, man. Like, just keep them at the same fucking name. Hey, man, it beats sitting in the back. Fuck it. <laughs> but you didn't have to change the names, man. Bruh. Oh. Like, now you just... Now, oh. now I just want to, like, go to his show, look at him and go, what flavor is your window? Uh. <laughs> so they come like, out I know y'all took a bus here, but uh, how short was it? They come out, they do the model thing. What flavor is the window? How did it taste? How did it feel? He, he wants to know everything. I'm just curious on how much shampoo did they put in their hair and put in my sister's hair. Oh, <laughs> Dude. No, no. You know what, dude? He's what's keeping that business in business. Hey, man, look. They came out, they did the modeling thing. It's kind of weird, but it's funny at the same time. Uh, Who's who the old dude that used to have that much product in their hair? I forgot. I forgot. You know what, Kevin Nash, Kevin Nash had a lot of product. Oh, in man, hair. Kevin Nash used to stay with the shampoo and his shit. But, but, uh, <laughs> Kevin Nash had product for days. <laughs> That's why he was always wiping his hands and flicking. He'd be like, hey, you get some free product. In this hair. shit burns, bro. This shit burns, brother. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, they do the male model thing. Uh, completely a complete waste of all three of those guys' talents, mind you. Yep. Uh, my boy uh, Eli Drake should have never. He should have. He should. Uh, I mean, anything for a check. But damn, brother. Damn. Uh, we're probably never going to see him in the ring again. He's going to be the manager for these two guys once they finally get in the ring and do something. If anything, we get Retribution 3.0 and they put Eli Drake in the ring and let him do his thing. Uh. Dude, no. Stop bringing back Retribution. Right, right. It's just not working. It's not it working. It was a failed project. Yeah, because get you guys made it fail. If you guys would have just kept it the original one, it could have worked. But yeah, we got to go. Oh, this is a good thing? Monkey wrench. Yeah, they, they should have never put masks on those they should have never changed anybody's name. You want to go to this yeah. or employee route? And then, but then what, what fucked it all the way up with Retribution is you guys were anti-establishment, but then you signed contracts with the establishment. That, that, that whole segment contradicted itself. <laughs> yeah, that's a mindfuck there ever was when I saw Like, the mask thing, you know what? That's cool. You know what? You could have kept the masks on them. That would have been fine and dandy. But the second you removed them, it was like, all right, there, there's no, like, reason to watch them. Like, we know what they look like now. They're not that great. Like, yeah, they weren't that great, but you didn't know what they looked like. I don't think the issue was with the people. I think the issue was with the change. Honestly, I feel like the main issue was with the change. Like, for Dominic Dijakovic to come off the summer that he had with Keith, 
and Chippy called T-Bar and pretty much put at the bottom. That was some bullshit. Um, for Mace to take to be took out by Brock Lesnar, written off TV, and be put in this group instead of going at Brock Lesnar for his revenge when he came back. Mm-hmm. That was a problem. For me and him to go for one of the most talented people on the NXT roster and put a mat on her and water her down, that was a problem. Even with old boy from uh the one what's his name? The one that was uh that wore out Jason like hockey man. Way him, it's like you got all these people who are talented as fuck and just them on the bottom of the mid card. Like not even like the mid mid card or the top mid card. No, you're gonna put them at the bottom. Bottom of the mid card. And then you get Mustafa. Supposed to have the lowest fucking rating spot. Right, right. And then you got Mustafa Ali, who's okay, believable. Mustafa Ali was believable. Oh, well, he was the hacker and all of that stuff. I'm like, okay, you got something to build on here. Then you have him in both. That that was cool. That was cool. You know, don't get me wrong. That was a cool gimmick storyline. But like you said, they just flopped. Yeah, it was like a fuck. It was like. It was like Magikarp. You splash. Right. Did splash. Not. Did not. Uh, at all. But, uh, yeah, I mean, eh. eh. So, yeah, Maximum Male Models, they had their segment. Shit is hilarious. If you haven't watched it, definitely watch it. It's funny. <laughs> you want to laugh? You had a bad day? Go watch that. Yeah, it was funny. Both weeks has been hilarious. Especially, uh, you see, you see Mason's big ass up here. In the trying trying to flex and stretch and look all like, dude, you, you built like a you built like a fucking brick house. Hey, hey, I get offended by this. My fault, but uh, I'm just saying like you you're, you're built like a brick house. Like you're as big as Batista trying to act feminine in clothing. It just doesn't work. Like <laughs> you're big as Batista trying to right. be Lacey Evans, right? Right? Like it just doesn't work, bro. Like what are you doing? We did. Oh, I mean, for real. Broke my chair. Mace is like, oh. like six foot five. You good? Fucking, you good, soft? My back. Oops. I'm, I'm in a plastic lawn chair, dude. I just lean back and I'm, like, I'm a snap and pinch you. Oh, oh. shit. But oh. uh. <laughs> But Mace is like six foot five, fucking five hundred pounds, all muscle, and he's a model. <laughs> That's a model. Yeah. That's a big show, a model. Wow. <laughs> I can give him Montsor. Okay. Montsor just has that kind of physique, but like Mace's big ass <laughs> in tiny shorts. That's what makes it even funny, funnier. In tiny shorts and a tight polo. Like, bro, <laughs> it was like that time where Batista had to wear them skinny jeans and they ripped on him. That shit was funny. <laughs> Can never be me. Right, right. Can never be me. But yeah, that happened. Then we had uh, the Lacey Evans. What was she ever really a baby face? She was they booked her. I feel like it was kind of smart. They booked she her. She was a, a neutral. Baby. Yeah, she was a neutral. And they were they building her as a baby face, right. but she was a neutral. Let's get it right. Right, but I'm glad she, they. Um, yeah, but I'm glad they they're utilizing her to her strengths. So I said a long time ago, they got her doing a whole lady gimmick, which I get it. They did it for her daughter, 
But like she's a former Marine. She's a former SWAT. Like she was on a SWAT team. Like why not utilize that history? They're using it now, so I'm happy for it. Yeah. So she has the heels her and she uh, she defeats Aaliyah, which I thought she was ready. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, it was Aaliyah. Aaliyah got some TV time this week. I haven't seen her in months. Oh, yeah, no, I thought she got released. <sighs> All right. Then we had, what was it? Uh, I don't know, was it James So or the Usos going against Humberto uh, Carrillo and uh, Angel, or uh, Angel Garza? Yeah, Garza and uh, Del Rio versus the Usos. Yeah, we yeah, all knew how yeah. That was gonna pan yeah, out. The bloodline wins every time. They the ones. Uh, <laughs> they the ones. They hit him with the day one and called it a day. Yeah, the one and done. They the ones. Uh, they called that a day. That was an uh, easy check. And uh, then we had uh, they. So, but back a few months ago, I want to say around what, WrestleMania. After WrestleMania, they were hyping up this Clash at the Castle pay-per-view. And then they stopped promoting it. And uh, then we get a number one contenders match for Clash at the Castle. Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre when they already promoted that Drew McIntyre was part of this. There's a lot of weird shit. Well, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Here's the thing. They're doing this because of the feud that they put between Drew and Sheamus. Right. right. Drew's still going to be on the card. I will tell you this 100%. I will oh, yeah. bet money on this. But the reason why they're doing this is because they want a reason to keep the feud going. And I get it. But, I mean, here, here's what you put it. Don't advertise something before it happens, which gives away your main event. Because they advertised this months ago. It was supposed to be Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre and Clash of Castle. But this is, this is why they stopped saying stuff for so many months. And that was back in yeah. March, by the way. Yeah, it was back in March. So... Is before Mania. Yeah, so before Mania. So, Butch, uh, so it ends up being Sheamus thinks that he's injured. He's not clear of the rest. So, it's Drew McIntyre versus Butch, and if you've ever seen a mouse fight a cockroach, pretty much you know how this is. Oh, man. I hate to say that about a Pete Dunn match, but. Look, they were like, all right, we're going to let Pete Dunn wrestle. We're going to, well, Butch. We're gonna we're gonna release Butch off his leash and let him do his thing. Yeah, no, you released it on the wrong person. I feel it. Like they could they could have let Butch go against anybody else. I'm fine with you. Um. Oh yeah, my fine. That's right. Oh, you get, but they could have released Butch on anybody else, anybody yeah. else, and you know what? They probably could have put him over a little bit, got a little bit of feud going on with him and somebody else. Like, yeah, I no. kind of feel like you know, just now they 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 botched it. They botched the whole Butch thing. They should have never changed his gimmick. They should have never changed his name. But goes back to what I said: CM Parker thing. They don't want anybody bigger than the WWE coming into the WWE. So we get rich. Um, Drew McIntyre goes over. 
And he's the number one contender, or the number one contender ever for the WWE Championship. What the fuck? What's a real cool question. Whatever happened to Clash of Champions? I think they're replacing that with Clash of Castle. That's what I thought. Okay. I thought I was just losing my mind. Uh, I think that's what they're doing. Because I feel like, you know, when I lost my voice, I lost my mind because I thought classic cash, and I'm like, eh? Right. That was a bad thing. Oh, but I mean, SmackDown was pretty decent. Another one sort of went 100 miles an hour. So. But it was easier to stay attentive to. Right. Truthfully. Right. Because, um. Oh, it's it. Tomorrow. WWE is kind of in the downswing. I'm gonna get SmackDown on a, a B minus. It was a solid show, but uh, yeah, they just threw it out there to throw it out there. The Butch, the Butch thing like ruined it. Yeah, like a C. Yeah, they just threw that kind of just threw that out there because <laughs> they're setting up for uh, SummerSlam, which is already set up. Which is why they gave us money in the bank early because we get two heavy views as much as uh, SummerSlam is. Uh, what this sucks? The three? No, next week. Because they're doing it in July. Uh, are you sure? Because I thought it was August. No, no, no. They're doing two pay-per-views in the same night. Or the same month. Hold on. Hold on. Let me just double-check on this. Oh, oh, that's why I thought it was in August. It's July 30th. Yeah, so in about... About three weeks. About three weeks, yeah. So right. Anything happens right now. That's that's pretty much where we at. So um, anything else to add? Oh, oh, yeah. We already talked about Naomi and uh, but IWC. Uh, just so everybody know, I think either Naomi or Sasha Banks. I know one of them put WWE back in their bio. So. Uh yes, that was Sasha Banks actually. Yeah. So uh, are they still going to uh, AEW? No. Were they ever going to AEW? No. <laughs> this is why we shouldn't jump to conclusions. Um, AEW is trimming the fat, so you might see a lot of your favorite wrestlers. Get, I don't necessarily call it being released because Impact and Ring, well, Ring of Honor is owned by AEW anyway. And uh, Impact is kind of like they're working with AEW. So I don't really call it a real release, honestly. Um, I don't know. No, I think it was actually Naomi because her thing says it's still she's currently still signed to WWE. Oh, so it's Naomi. I mean, it makes sense. Her husband works there. Yeah. So, but I mean, well, for all, for all of you that don't know, Jimmy Uso is her husband. Yeah. James. James on a watch. Uh, but yeah. Um, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, it is what it is. Um, Impact News, I didn't catch Impact, but I know they got a pay-per-view coming up. America's most wanted this team to back it up. For the good brothers to take one more. Guys out for that. Um, no, you can't yeah. go wrong with a good brothers match. Right. You can't go wrong with America's most wanted either. Sorry about your damn luck. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, yo, you, you, fuck your couch. <laughs> right. Uh, but uh, that's that's pretty much what's on the popping. MLW got a lot of stuff on the popping. 
The Samoan SWAT team is back. We got together. It's not the original Samoan SWAT team. Unfortunately. Oh, no, fortunately. Because, uh, Um. Oh. Look, I'll say this much as much as anything else. <clears throat> From a book to a movie to a TV series, you can never beat the originals. So you got my boy Jacob Fatu, the Samoan werewolf. Fatu. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And my boy Big Juicy for now. <laughs> Sorry, that just sounds like a bad porn name. It really does. It really does. It really does. Like, Samoans with the song, and Jesus Buttons. Okay, okay, whatever, whatever, whatever. And uh, I forget the, the young one name, but he's another Anawaii from that same family. Um, if y'all don't know, uh, Jacob Fatu is related to the Usos and their whole family, uh, their whole family lineage. He's just the other Us in another company. Uh, um, what, what was it again? Simone. Simone SWAT team. Thank you. So they, re- they, they brought them back with a new lineup. They debuted on MLW, which was great. Which was great. Um, a great opener. They were going against uh, Cesar Perez. Cesar something, whatever he calls it. Uh, Cesar Perez. Formerly Dario Carter. Lance. Lance Anawaii. Yeah, Lance Anawaii. Oh. Who's another... Hawaii family member, they just everywhere. everywhere. Uh, <laughs> and for him to actually use that name is it's great. I mean, he's trying to carve his own path, and I'm yeah. happy. I'm happy with that. Um, they went against Dario Quet. Well, Cesar Perez, formerly known as Dario Cueto on Lucha Underground, he's the boss there now. In MLW. Um, they go against his goons. And uh, they have a hell of a debut. They take all the goons out because, you know, my boy Jacob Fatu bringing that real hood energy. Real hood energy. Um, then they win the match. Small SWAT team wins the match. Jacob Fatu leaves commentary to cheer his boys on. He's at home. And then out of nowhere, Enzo Amore with two. Enzo, real one. With two beer bottles and cracks. Jacob Fatu upside the head, busting them open. And that was not sugar glass, by the way. Oh, no, those were bottles. Yeah, those those were were solid. Those were solid bottles. Like, you could hear it in the shatter. Yeah, but my boy Enzo shows up the week after, because this was two weeks. I'm I'm trying to catch everybody up. Uh, (laughs) Then it'll come the week after. Boy, Zoe has a match against uh, Lince Dorado, who that's where he's at now in LW. Uh, I think he found a place to call home. Just and uh, yeah, he, he talks all and then, speaking on the mic. But this is a whole nother. This wasn't happy go lucky Enzo. This wasn't smack talking Skywalker heel WWE style Enzo. He was talking big shit. This was no certified G shit. Yeah, this this is some other. This is some big shit. So yeah, that that program has the potential to be something higher. I ain't, I ain't even gonna, gonna knock it. Uh, MLW books their shows kind of different. You know, they, they're into that traditional style of what wrestling used to be. Uh, instead of a hardcore match, you're messing around to see a bunkhouse brawl. Don't know what a bunkhouse brawl is. That was a hardcore match before it was called a hardcore match. You gotta know your wrestling okay. history for that one. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know you're wrestling history. But there, there's a lot of iterations of it. Yeah, but uh, but MLW uh, likes to keep it semi-traditional, but they like to throw a little bit in the, in the mix to mix things. I like that. Monkey wrench. Monkey wrench. Good monkey. I like my boy Microman. How they booking Microman? Microman is all right with me. <laughs> Again. Horrible porn name. Right, right. Right. Yeah, but if you have an experience in MLW, they do free with these shows on YouTube. They're a good watch. They're yeah, enjoyable. They're, 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 especially if you like old style wrestling, they're phenomenal to watch. Right. Uh, my boy Warlow. Uh, yo, before we get into this, before we get into this at all, I just want to say kudos for Marco Stunt. After being released from AEW, having the heart and soul to try and start his own indie organization. Right, right. In the heartland of Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's definitely going to take off. Uh, yeah, I'm just doing highlights. Hopefully. I'm just doing highlights at this point because uh, I caught a little know, bit of those. I, 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 I told you I wanted to talk about that earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, 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 so. definitely, definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. You're all good. You're all good. But yeah, man, kudos to anybody trying to start a company. Um, kudos to Marco Stunt. I don't still don't know where the when we want to see the first probably your hair. Yeah. Uh, yeah, about that. Uh, <clears throat> that flopped. <laughs> I bet it did. Look, that I was the one from AOP, right? That was the one from uh for uh for that. Uh, sorry. Oh, bro, you already missed those shows. They've been a bunch. Oh, okay. I mean, I was kind of like, you know, Yeah, no, a Adam Schroener is still doing some over there every once in a while and shit. If you don't know who Adam Schroener is, that would be your man, the monster, the beast, the legend, Braun Strowman. Yup, Braun uh, Strowman. I mean, I, I kind of feel like they just need to do it, make it a regular wrestling company. That's why I kind of feel like this whole, well... You got unsanctioned matches, you got sanctioned matches, and it's convoluted. A lot of well, the, the thing is, is with ECW, EC, ECW, EC3's thing is his his brand can go to like Lucha Underground and wrestle and shit. So it's not just like he's doing explicit ex exclusive shows. Right. He's allowing his show to be included with those things to get his show even bigger. Which is understandable. Don't get me wrong. You can go knock on that big door, knock all you like. But I just kind of feel like if you wanted to control your narrative, you wanted to stand out, you already made it stand out, but not allowing people to fly over the top rope and not allowing people to super kick. Outlawing suicide dive and super kick, you've already raised ears. I mean, I'm just going to say this. Act of Forbidden Door, is it really a door to kick down anymore? Nah, I think the Forbidden Door is long. I kind of feel like this company's hurt. You're never going to take on the WWE. Much as you love to hate it, much as you hate to love it, you're never going to take on the WWE. The most we can do is we can work together. So as, a, as a catchy tune that I hated in my childhood, we're all in this together. <laughs> right, we right. Hate WWE with our hearts and it won't stop. Right. So, I mean, like, <sighs> you're not going to ever beat this giant, so you might as well make money with the giant. 
Ain't there's, nobody here, David. There's plenty, there's plenty of money to go around. Plenty of money to go around as a professional wrestler, especially in the technology age. So, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I want I want a wrestler that's completely tech savvy. This would be great. Completely tech savvy to start a promotion that's nothing but CGI. That would be that would be hilarious. Actually, actually, that would be lit. We have an organization that's semi like that. But they use the wrestling games to do it. Have you heard of uh, the F- uh, FAM Forever Movement? Yes, yes. They're yeah, great. I, They're I, great I at that. that. But no, I mean like no video games, none of that. Just completely CGI. Okay, well. Like, give me an anime wrestling game that's actually just or anime wrestling that's CGI. I would love that. I'm an anime fan, yeah, and I'm a wrestling fan, and I'm watched, a gaming um, fan. Have you seen Ultimate Muscle? Yes. Okay. I don't know. I mean, it would be cool though, to see something come back. Oh, that That's what actually... I was watching that earlier with my friend, and that's what gave me the idea. But I mean, like, more realistic CGI. Yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. Like, St. Sire reboot CGI. Something like that. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, you know where I was going. It's still raining outside. Oh, good. Oh, yes, and this rain feels great. But, um, that being said, what is it, two hours? Starting at 12 o'clock? 12.30. Um, I, I kind of feel like that's a good place to end it off. Um, you think that's bad? I got work in a couple hours. I got to pick up the girly from work. But, uh, that being said, we, uh, we, I guess that's all we got to talk about. There's not any more news I can think of. Welcome um, to the mat. Our stories make it tap. Right. Ah. <laughs> this has been To The Mat Wrestling Cast. This is your boy Zanamon TV. This is, uh, this is awesome. I think I got to go chase Miss Piggy again. <laughs> this is your boy Stag. Catch you later. And, uh, and shout unfortunately, out yeah, unfortunately, he had some technical difficulties. Things happen. Everything happens for a reason. I hope you're all right. And, and only yeah. when we're on live. Only, only when, when we are. <laughs> That's live. crazy. But, uh, yeah, shout out to a bunch of MSCB. He will be back. But uh, be out. Peace.